77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. You want to get a camera right now or a tape recorder inside the war room at WOR where Tom Cuddy just walked up to Mark Simone and said, well, your show starts at 11 today. And Mark goes, what do you mean? He said, well, they're keeping shit on till 11, so no one's listening to you. So all these uh, years of your great way, and I love Mark Simone. I like him. Him and I are friends, legitimate friends. We go out for dinner. He's part of my monthly man dinner crew with Keith Kantrowitz, who I'll see tonight, and Anthony Carone, and all my guys, Kemper, even the mayor. But uh, no one is listening to Simone this week. Nobody. Now, you got me from 10 to 11, then you have Curtis. So, well, got a big show, Richard. (laughs) Yeah. No one's leaving this. I got Nancy Mace coming up. I got Lou Dobbs coming up. I got great music. You're going to laugh. It's either that or listen to Mark talk about some dinner he had last night with some 93-year-old socialite at the Harvard Club talking about (laughs) Copy Hochul's prostate. Well, let's see what we got today. Let's see now. now. Got a lot to talk about. (laughs) Folks, it is time for my... (laughs) 10.05 every day. That that was it. And it was always something like new that he did with his iPhone. That was always a big one. Yeah, that's another big one. You're right. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Oh, good tune, Lewis. Man, you were on fire today. Lou Dobbs. It was a great show. Louie, 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 Louie. Three to four every Sunday, and you hear his business reports on my show as well. He's the real deal. Louis, Sid, how are you, buddy? Welcome back. Thank you so much, Sid. Uh, great, to, great to talk with you. Great to talk with you, too. Are you in Florida? No, I'm in uh, Sussex, New Jersey right now. Oh, Sussex, New Jersey. Okay, because you have a uh, – I still have my old Boca Raton uh, area code on my phone, so <laughs> I was curious. Yeah, no, that's, uh, we, have a, we have a place down there as well. Oh, you do? Are you in Boca? Uh, no, we're, uh, yeah, we're in uh, West Palm. West Palm. Okay, very good. Well, Lou, it's good to have you back. I'm going to have to take a break relatively quickly, and I want to keep you on because there's so much to talk to you about, but I want to start quickly 
with Bidenomics. Now, look, this is your field. It's not mine, okay? But I'm a guy in this country. I make a decent amount of money, decent amount of money, and I never have money at the, at the end of my two-week paycheck. It just it seems to go everywhere but in my bank account, and interest rates are a mess. People can't buy houses. They can't borrow money. Inflation is still way too high. You know, Biden brags about how inflation's down. It's still almost double what it was under Donald Trump. So I'm trying to figure out where Bidenomics is working, where this economy looks good. Can you help me? Sure. I, I, if you work for the government, uh, jobs are being created. It's it's terrific. Uh, if you're uh, if you're an illegal immigrant coming into the country, gonna, <laughs> Eric Adams is going to write you a check for fifteen thousand nah, dollars. No, no, he'll give you a debit card. It's easier. Uh, we can go on, but that's where the economy is right now. And we've got an economy that right now we're spending more to pay for our debt than we pay for the uh, Department of Defense each year. Uh, We are upside down now. When you say upside down now, again, Lou Dobbs is on 3 to 4 every Sunday. He does a great show. I love Trump. I love him to death. I'm going to go see him in two weeks. And, uh, you know, you, you couldn't be more enthusiastic than I am about President Trump. But as far as I know... He didn't exactly cut down on the deficit either. Now, he had issues with COVID and all that. I get it. But it's not just Biden. It seems like we've been adding to this deficit for a very, very long time. Is that not accurate? Well, it's it's accurate. Uh, the fact is that it's taken us uh, quite a while to get to this position. We're at $34 trillion in national debt. We're looking at uh, now $2 trillion deficits, and this is entirely on Biden. This isn't a... Uh, uh, this isn't just a, a, a remains of the Trump administration. Uh, people forget, uh, I hope not too many of them forget, uh, that President Trump brought this economy to the highest level yep. it had been in decades. Yep. Real wages went up under uh, President Trump. Uh, real wages are now declining under Trump. The labor, the, the unemployment rate looks good because why wouldn't it? People are leaving the labor force. Uh, and I mean by by the hundreds of thousands, and that's why the interest rate rate, the excuse me, the unemployment rate is where it is today, and interest rates are going right through the roof. We have had sustained inflation. We are on the verge, it seems to me, of approaching hyperinflation if uh, we do not, uh, if we're not careful. Wow! Because this is uh, we're looking at. Uh, as I said, when you start talking about two trillion dollars in deficits and spending a trillion dollars on debt service, uh, you're you're in trouble, and yeah. that you is you and me, yeah, and everybody no. else, yeah, me and you. So when we get back, I want you to really define for the audience what hyperinflation is. I also want to talk about your big speech coming up at CPAC with Trump and everybody else. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the great Lou Dobbs. Does a terrific show, 3 to 4, every Sunday afternoon. Here is business reports all morning long, including on my show, the great Lou Dobbs. uh, He'll be right back, I should say.
Hall of Fame band, Dire Straits, and Mark Lappler. Money for nothing. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. What? Great song. Lou Dobbs, every Sunday, 3 to 4, all morning long. Lou, you mentioned before we broke there, hyperflation, hyperinflation. It sounds awful. What exactly is that? Well, it's it's the continued erosion of buying power for all consumers. Uh, that means that the the prices are not only going up, which automatically reduces that buying power, but we start to see an acceleration in the velocity of inflation, uh, which means it gets uh, really bad really quickly. Uh, and what we're looking at right now, Sid, we're, everybody who goes to the grocery store knows this. Everybody who's uh, buying any uh, kind of uh, food product. Uh, this is, uh, we were looking at double digit increases in the core inflation rate. Now, I love this about the, you know, the federal government. The federal government has this thing they call the core rate. They like to take that out because that's food, that's shelter, that's, right. that's gasoline, that's energy, uh, everything you really need to live. But everything else is fine. <laughs> but the stuff you need to live, uh, you know, we're having a little problem. A little problem. So tell me this, that nasty, dirty R word that I mentioned quite a bit last year between you and Larry Kudlow, Monica Crowley, and Charlie Gasparino and Sana, all of you, that R word kept coming up, recession. We haven't gotten there yet, but uh, is it fair to assume that it's going to happen in 2024? Well, honestly, I wasn't calling for a recession. Uh, And I said we had to be prepared for a recession. But I didn't say we were going to have a recession. Uh, Chase Manhattan Bank said we're going to have a recession. All the major. uh, Jamie Dimon, who runs the joint, says his people should have been a little more accurate. Uh, uh, You know, first of all, there's an old expression, you know, uh, five out of uh, the uh, last uh, eight uh, non-recessions were predicted by the economist. It's hard to, to get to that point. Yeah. What we are looking at right now, I think, is an economy uh, that is being driven by ever higher prices. We've got so much money coming. I mentioned the federal debt. Uh, That is just its like uh, throwing fuel on a fire, Uh, all of that federal spending. uh, It's extraordinary. And that's where inflation is really mounting. Uh, I know Joe Biden likes to talk about the grocery stores are trying to kill everybody and they're price gouging, which and he's going to put in price controls. I mean, that's the talk of a totalitarian, uh, you know, it really is. He's a Marxist, so yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, but he's wrong. 
and it's just where we are. And, and we've got to we've got to scale back federal spending. We just have to do it. Uh, and I mean, not to the point we lose jobs, but certainly to bring this economy into balance. Well, how do you do it? If, uh, you said not to the point where we, we cause people jobs. How do you do it? Well, I think the first thing you do is bring this government under control. Uh, we are looking at a government with two million people working <laughs> working for the federal uh, for the Defense Department. We've got millions of people tied to the federal government, yeah. and nobody knows what they do. <laughs> they're, they're not delivering any more services than there ever were. The yeah. Border Patrol, for crying out loud, we don't need them because yeah. we've got 15 million illegal immigrants that have come <laughs> in since Joe Biden took the presidency. What was the Border Patrol doing, for crying out loud? You know, rolling around a welcome wagon? I mean, come on, these people, who needs them? You're right. I mean, no, you're it's not un- going to put them on the border. What the heck are we spending money for? <laughs> you're right. And, you know, you talked about uh, Eric Adams writing checks. And then now we'll just give him credit cards, make it easy. So with all the issues going on in New York City and taxpayers like me and, and you, Lou, paying for these people to live here, which I've really had enough of. Like, I'm pissed personally. I've had enough of it. So you would think that New York would do everything they can in their power to keep millionaires and billionaires paying taxes and doing yeah. business here in New York. But between this racist, disgusting uh, uh, district attorney, Alvin Bragg, and this repulsive racist AG, Letitia James, what they're doing to Donald Trump is going to force people like that out of here. How does that make any sense? It makes no sense. But again, you've got to remember where Letitia James and Alvin Bragg get their money. They get their money from the government. And they get the money from the uh, from the taxpayer and they get the money from whatever else. But the fact is, uh, by the way, I I left George Soros out of the equation. He also sends money. Uh, But he does. They don't have to worry about the economy because they've got they've got a job and they have got power and they are running it. They these Marxist Dems are just, uh, you know, they're out of their minds and they don't care that three hundred and fifty five. Uh, million dollars uh, is going out of this uh, going out of the state and by the way that's going to get reversed these people are going to get uh, slapped down by the higher courts because it's it's ignorance it's it's bigotry it is absolute marxist uh, hate and uh, we we got people have got to get a hold of themselves here i mean (laughs) what in the world is this all about it's crazy. You mentioned George Soros, his son Alex, who is now dating Huma Aberdeen, who was once married oh, yeah. to Anthony. He may be more dangerous. I don't know. He's got a, he's got all his father's money and about ninety trips to the White House, and who the hell knows? But um, on the way out, Lou, <laughs> <laughs> a big weekend for uh, for CPAC. I know uh, our friend the president is going to speak, and I think our friend Carrie Lake is going to speak right after President Trump. You're going to speak too. It's a big deal. Tell me and the listeners about your big speech coming up at CPAC. Well, uh, I'm going to be right after Carrie Lake uh, oh, at wow. CPAC, and we're going to be talking about what the nation is facing. I'm going to offer up a perspective, I think, uh, that uh, will be, uh, I think, interesting to to most folks, and we're going to have a heck of a time. Uh, I'm going to keep my uh, what I'm going to say uh, under wraps for a while, but uh, it's it's a wonderful convention of like-minded conservatives who are really great patriots trying to do their very best for this country. People have to understand we're in a fight. Uh, and uh, I have to say that the Democrat Party is no longer the opposition party to the Republicans. The Democrat Party is now the enemy. And make no mistake about it. They are Marxist. 
They are destroying this nation. And that is not hyperbole or sensationalism. That is an absolute fact. When you strip the protection of the 2,000-mile border from the Border Patrol, allowing 15 million people, don't tell them where they're going, what they're doing. They're not vetted. Uh, And we have a government that uh, is more worried about uh, Ukraine, uh, Syria. What what are we doing with troops in Syria and Jordan, for crying out loud? I agree. Uh, President Trump said, you know, we need a modest foreign policy. We look like the biggest uh, bullies in the in, in the world, uh, dropping our troops into whatever every yeah. conflict in the yeah. in the Middle East, anywhere else. Couldn't agree more on what we're doing to uh, us in Israel a couple of weeks ago. I'm a proud Jewish kid from Brooklyn. What Biden does to Netanyahu every day is uh, almost a war crime. And uh, even oh. Navalny, I mean, God bless him, Pete, you know, courageous guy, God bless him. But I'm sick of hearing about Navalny. we got bigger issues here in our country. And all that's going to do is uh, is make us give more money to the Ukraine, which I think should have stopped a long time ago. But regardless, uh, we are very lucky to have you here at this station, Lou Dobbs. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're going to speak at CPAC this weekend. Have a great speech and come back on this show very soon, buddy. Thank you so much. You're, you're a pal, and you're great. Thanks so much, Seth. Thank you, Lou Dobbs. That's my man, Lou Dobbs. He is one of the smartest guys, I mean it, in the country. He's a brilliant economic mind, and he's on the right side of every issue. Lou Dobbs.